doing? Can you tell Mama more? Oh, yeah. Dada. 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 You're so sweet. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. I am Doug Hainer. And I'm Jamie Otis Hainer. And something that I do want to point out right from the start is this is our 97th episode. Oh my goodness. We should do something special for episode 100. Yeah, we really should. Maybe a giveaway. Definitely a giveaway. I love giving back. Yeah, definitely make sure to reach out because we love hearing from you. We love reading your comments, especially your five-star reviews. So in the comments section, leave a review. Let us know what you would want as a celebration for the 100th episode. We would love to do a giveaway. Yeah. Kind of hoping to get a sense of what you guys would want. Yeah, uh, and maybe for a little incentive for leaving a review, a five-star review, I'm going to pick someone who leaves a five-star review to give them a $100 gift card. Yeah. And you'll find out who that is next week. So make sure that you leave the review this week. Yeah. Well, actually, we do love reading a five-star review shout out every week. And so this one comes from Ryland's Mama, who writes, hello, guys. I'm Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hey, Trisha. (laughs) Hello. I'm not sure how I initially found you, to be honest, but I'm so glad I did. I love your Instagram posts and the rawness you guys show. I wish I had the confidence you guys do. I just found your podcast recently, and I absolutely love your guys' energy on it. I look forward to going back and listening to every episode. Love you all so much. Feel like I know you guys for a long time. Trisha, thank you so much for that. Honestly, it feels... I mean, we say it over and over again, and it might be like at this point, if you've listened to every episode, you're like, okay, I'm over it. But yeah, we get it. But genuinely, like, I love hearing the feedback because otherwise it feels like we're just talking to, you know, to a wall. So it's nice to know that you guys are hearing us and you're enjoying it. And yes. And for those of you that are just tuning in, maybe this is your first episode, but uh, Jamie and I are originally from the East Coast uh, in New Jersey and New York. And recently for the last couple months, we moved down to Florida and we're fixing up this house here. And we are going home for Thanksgiving, which is going to be amazing. I haven't seen my parents in what feels like forever. Hendrix, they haven't seen Hendrix since right after he was born. Yeah. So it's, you know, really, really kind of scary times though, because as you probably know, COVID cases are the highest they've ever been in the United States. And And there's somewhat of a travel ban and, you know, they're calling for not so much of a family gathering, which we're certainly going to take every precaution because we don't want to get COVID. We don't want to give COVID. And it's kind of a weird spot because we're so effing excited to see family. We haven't seen them in so long. We haven't had human contact with them <laughs> yeah. in so long. Yeah. So our plans, I'm kind of curious what everyone's plans are for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming up and it's obviously the first year with COVID. And so, you know, we are going to plan on going home. I'm actually taking a COVID test as we're recording this and we're always so transparent. It's actually a Friday prior to our flight, which is on Sunday. I'm going to take a COVID test today to make sure that we're negative prior to our trip. We're going to quarantine. And so we're literally only going to have exposure in the airport, in the airplane, but still we're going to quarantine for three days after our flying there, flying home. So we'll make sure that you know, it has time to incubate just in case we catch it because yeah. there's not a chance in H-E-L-L that I'm going to pass this on to any of my family members if, God forbid, we catch it by 
you know, by traveling home. But so we're going to wait the incubation period and then we're going to go get the rapid test the day before Thanksgiving. And then thankfully they have those tests. Yes. Thank God. But and, we're still going to stay apart from you. I, I think yeah, it's we're important not, to we, stay apart. I mean, it's tough to get the kids uh, to stay away. And quite frankly, that's the hardest part about traveling is having a three-year-old daughter that loves to run, jump, dance, and play and to try to get her not to touch things while we're being as cautious as possible. Yeah, but I mean, not for nothing, we're going to be that parent where she's literally in the stroller all throughout the airport. And if she's not in the stroller, we're going to be holding her hand or holding her so that she can't run, jump, and play and touch everything because that's how you catch it. <laughs> and, yeah. and also we are going to be wearing our masks, of course. I just think that weird. It's just really weird. It really is really weird. But I mean, other countries who had this are no longer experiencing the extent of the cases that we have. And so it seems like the US is like doubling every day. it's It's crazy. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand how everybody knows this is real. I'm I'm assuming everybody knows somebody that has gotten COVID. Yeah. It's like every person that you meet most likely has a family member that has cancer or something like that. Right. It's like anybody that I've met so far knows one person at least that has gotten COVID. And the fact that we are still spreading it the way that we are it's and being wild. careless is extremely wild extremely wild. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate. So for us, for our plans, first of all, my sister-in-law is pregnant right now. And there's not, I mean, I remember when I was pregnant with COVID, I literally had a home birth unmedicated because I was terrified of catching it and being separated from my son. So I got the wrath of hell anytime that I went out. Yes, he he sure did. So, you know, of course my sister-in-law is nervous about us traveling and then going for Thanksgiving. So I'm not even kidding you. I told my mother-in-law last night and she looked at me like I had 10 heads, but I don't care. Like we're going to probably sit separate from the rest of the family. We're going to wear our masks during Thanksgiving, except for when we're eating. We're going to talk with an accent to make it really uncomfortable. Yeah. And we're going to put bubble wrap on my sister-in-law so that she really has no chance of catching the the vid. (laughs) No. Needless to say, like we really are taking this so seriously. It's really, really important that we all do because Christmas is coming up and the trajectory that COVID is at right now, it's Mm -hmm. just going up, up and up. And I'm just praying that by Christmas, the cycle will turn down again. Also too, we're leaning towards a lot of the holidays and get-togethers that are together and it's getting cold out in most places, you know, it's winter and it forces people inside, which, you know, hopefully everybody's going to be a little bit safe. I don't know if everybody is watching the news, but if you're not watching the news, then this is all new to you where the whole COVID case is just going rampant. Yeah. And honestly, it's hard to watch the news right now between like the presidential election and all that, like vote counting and all the things. It's depressing. It is so depressing. And then also COVID, like that's also depressing. There's just like not a whole lot of positivity happening on the news. And And we don't want Santa to catch COVID. That's the whole thing. Yeah. He won't be able to come out. But anyways, we have an awesome guest today, and I really think that she's just, I've been following her now for probably about a year. Her handle on Instagram, and you know, I everybody that I tend to have <laughs> on the podcast, I follow on Instagram because I just genuinely love them, and then you guys end up loving them, and it's just like a win-win for everybody. But her son is five years old, and this guy, this little boy, this guy, this little boy is like a professional dancer. It is wild to see his moves. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're, it's not natural. It's not natural. It's the way he can move his body, it's really like on real. It's beautiful to watch. It took me years to get to that level of dancing. you haven't even gotten to that level of dancing. 
going, who are you kidding? In, in the mirror, I am. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so her handle is City Girl Gone Mom. Her name's Danielle Schaefer, and she's just such a breath of fresh air, the way that she nurtures her son and his ability. I mean, her son tends to gravitate towards wanting tutus, and, you know, he loves being a dancer. And so she's just really... Nurtured. She lets him be happy. Yeah, she lets he's him be happy. happy. Yeah, he's happiest in his sister's dresses and what everybody considers girl clothes, and he dances in them. And her stance, which is, I aspire to be a parent like this, is to let her kids be individuals, let them do what makes them happy and regardless them. of what society thinks. And I feel like there's a lot to be said for that because. I mean, it's hard to step outside of the box when you have people coming at you and judging you because your son's wearing a dress. And, you know, I obviously have a son now too. And even with Gracie though, I mean, she tends to like princess dresses herself. So that's normal. And that's not anything that anyone's going to even bat an eyelash at. Whereas like if, you know, Hendrix tends to like princess dresses, which he could very well, I have no idea. I yeah, mean, we don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, people would look at me like I had 10 heads. But I don't want to be that mom that takes these opinions of others and then like tries to mold my child around that. Like I want to nurture both of my children and any future children to be exactly who they want to be regardless of outsiders' opinions, which is why I have- Unless they want to be bad people. Yeah, except from that. Like they can't, that's not allowed. <laughs> and if they don't want to listen to their parents, well, that's newsflash. They're going to have to listen to their parents. That's true. <laughs> no, but like I wanted to bring Danielle on because I really just thought that like it would be great to talk to her. I honestly just want to find out like how did she find out her son wanted to wear tutus and like how did this all happen where he became like such an incredible dancer at the age of five? Yeah. But also Harry Styles in the Vogue cover, you know, he was obviously, I don't know if you saw or not, but Harry Styles was on the I cover didn't of Vogue. See. Yeah, he was on the cover of Vogue in a dress and it caused an uproar. I mean, everybody had an opinion about uh, it. Does he not wear dresses ever? Not typically. I've never seen him in a dress before. Huh. I mean, do you wear dresses ever, Doug? No, but maybe that's Harry Styles' thing. I don't I, I really yeah. don't know. Him. Well, we're not like Harry Styles, like huge Harry Styles fans. Not that we're not. It's just that we don't listen to his music per se. But Oh, he's a singer. Doug, come on. You know he's a singer. Of course we know him, but I feel like he's like the teeny bopper heartthrob right now. And we're not teeny boppers and we don't have teeny boppers. So we're not as familiar with I Harry Styles. I, would, I think I would do that. Just to cause an uproar. I feel I, like you should put a dress on. I feel and, like I would post, I, post I it on like Instagram. If, if I was like Harry Styles level, I would probably do that. Yeah, well, he definitely caused an uproar. And it's interesting how people have responded. And I wanted to bring on this woman, this mom, Danielle, because her son wears dresses, you know, pretty much every day. And I'm like, girl, how do you handle it? And what are your thoughts on this? And also like, how do I know if my son wants that? Like, I don't know. So we're going to bring her on the podcast. But of course, first, we're going to thank our sponsors. So the first one we have is Jonas Paul Eyewear. And I actually bought a pair of these blue light diffusing glasses for my daughter because everybody is, you know, it's inevitable. Like COVID is rampant and the kids are home and inevitably, like I'm like, Gracie, you want to watch a tablet? Go ahead. Mommy needs 15 minutes to cook some freaking dinner. <laughs> but I don't want her to have the effects of blue light. I mean, scientific studies over and over again have shown that there is definitely an impact on the blue light. And so these glasses are super cute. I definitely got her a pair that matches my glasses because I want to match with her. Yeah. I genuinely bought them for her. I used my own code and I got them. Not going to lie. <laughs> 
perks of having a podcast. I get to use my own code to buy the glasses for my daughter. (laughs) And they're awesome because you can go to their website, pick out whatever glasses you want to try, and then they send you the kit right at home for $1. And then you try them on, pick whichever one you want, send them all back, and then they'll send you your frames later. And I just love it. Yeah. And, you know, Jonas Paul really cuts out the having to go to the store, having to feel the pressure of finding a pair of glasses, trying them on and making a decision that same day. They have their try on at home kit. You can try on several pairs, figure out which one you like, get some feedback, get to feel it, wear it, and then just send them back. And all of Jonas Paul eyewear glasses have the blue light blocking technology in them. And Jonas Paul eyewear specializes in glasses from kids and teens ages 4 to 16. Their prescription glasses start at just $79, including the prescription lenses. And again, all of their frames also offer blue light blocking lenses. And you can save 15% off by going to jonaspauleyewear.com and use code COOLPARENTS15. That's jonaspauleyewear.com. Use the code COOLPARENTS15 for 15% off. Yes. And also, I wanted to give a big shout out to Disney. Yes. Everybody has a favorite Disney song. Everybody does. And on Alexa, on Google Home, all you have to do is say Disney Hits Playlist and you will get the most nostalgia you've gotten all day and it'll play all your favorite songs from Disney, current and past. And what I like to do is I like to put on Cinderella, Cinderella, na, 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 What are the words? That's not even how it goes. Isn't that how it goes? Cinderella, Cinderella, all I hear is Cinderella. Tie your napkins around your neck, Cherie, and we'll provide the rest. Oh, my God, that's cute. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvres. That's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I just molded into the Beauty and the Beast. That's a good, that's my remix. That's my Disney hits. Remix. But anyways, we like to put on the Disney music and then Gracie and I will just dance around the house. And honestly, if you're feeling down, I've been obviously struggling with postpartum depression. And sometimes when I'm feeling just like so down and like in a rut and I can't get out of bed, I literally turn on the Disney hits playlist and just dance around the house with Henley and Hendrix. And it honestly makes me feel so much better. So again, wherever you can stream music, just look for Disney hits playlist and you'll find all of your favorite Disney hits. What's your favorite Disney song, Doug? Um, a whole new world. That's my favorite. No, You're not it's, to um, my absolute favorite Disney song is hands down the little mermaid under the sea. Phenomenal. Under the sea, life is better when you are wetter under the sea. Isn't that the way the words are? Nope. I'm pretty sure that's the word. You need to listen to Disney Hits Playlist to learn. I literally stopped myself from watching Disney movies so that I would kind of like be able to relive them with my children. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. But now Henley, the only one she ever wants to watch is Frozen over and over and over. And I'm like, can we watch Cinderella, please? <laughs> or like Beauty and the Beast? But she yeah. wants Frozen, Frozen, Frozen. Who knows? Well, actually, speaking of kids and children, Jamie and I have now been introduced to Drops. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, do you say now? I've been using drops. Doug. You can tell how much my husband does laundry. <laughs> I've been know. using drops for a really long time. Yeah. Well, drops has, I mean, they offer sensitive skin laundry detergent pools, uh, stain and odor laundry detergent pods. They have they dishwasher were, pods. I mean, they yeah. really are changing the skin sensitivity, plant based 
product line for they, everything. Okay, let me explain this. Thank so you. <laughs> drops are so incredibly eco-friendly. First of all, they come in recyclable cardboard. They were like the pods before any other pods in the sense that they're individual pods that you drop into your wash machine. They have like OxyBoost cleaning. They have non-scented. They have scented, but it's with essential oils. Baby it, laundry detergents. Yep, they have baby, the baby style. It literally has, I mean, it's 100% biodegradable. They are so incredibly amazing. It actually works. Sometimes I wonder if these natural things work, <laughs> but I tell you, I use it for my husband who sweats a lot. Well, <laughs> and he they, doesn't even know. <laughs> they have over 10,000 five-star reviews, so you can actually check them out on your own. For anybody that would like to check out Drops, this is another one where I've used my own code to buy it because I'm telling you, like, I love having my own code. But yeah, they have a long read for us. Let me read this for you because it's really, I genuinely really love them. So Drops delivers powerful cleaning from nature with plant and mineral-based formulas to your door in low-waste cardboard packaging instead of plastic containers that end up in our oceans in landfills. Sign up for auto shipments to save big. And also, just FYI, you can pause and skip these auto shipments or you can even cancel anytime so you're not like locked in because I hate that. But yeah, visit drops.com slash hot marriage and use the code hot marriage for 25% off your first order. That's D-R-O-P-P-S dot com slash hot marriage. And then use that code hot marriage for 25% off your first order. And I swear to goodness, you will not be disappointed. You will absolutely love these. And then you don't have to lug laundry detergent that's super duper heavy, you know, in and out from the car. Or your husband lugging it. I lug it myself. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. I, I lug you. I lug you. All right. Well, let's get Danny on. Yeah. All right, guys, I am so excited because we have Danielle Schaefer on. She's a mama and a podcaster of The Mom Confidential. She's wife in a boss babe, and her son is boss babe Brody. But we're going to get to him in just a moment. Danny's podcast is all about the realities of being a mom and all the truths about family, from parenting basics to personal anecdotes. Danielle is a mama to four kids, and she is all about letting their personality shine through, despite what society says. Danny likes to tell it like it is, which is why we are so very happy to have her on, because if you know me at all, keeping it real is where it's at. Danielle, we are so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Woo -woo. Thanks for having me. I like kind of just want to get started right off with your adorable son, Boss Baby Brody. What inspired you to start his page? Ah, that's a good question. So um, right away, I realized he was talented. I guess it was around 12 months old. He wasn't walking. He was a late walker. So he started walking about 18 months. But I play music in my house 24 hours a day. So my kids are growing up with music. And I noticed when like a certain song came on, he was moving his shoulders that was very different than my other children. So I felt like... He was a dancer for sure, or an old soul, or he could be a musician for all I know. But the way he moved was not normal per se. Um, so I started an Instagram page for him, not thinking anything of it. A couple of my kids have Instagram pages. Uh, one does not. But I just started it, honestly, for no reason, just to have it. And I called him Boss Baby Brody because he was like the boss of our family of six. And whatever <laughs> he says, we did. We lived around him. <laughs> he was in charge. So I started documenting him. And, you know, I've been filming him, like, since he's born. All my kids, for that matter, for 13 years, I film every single day because I went to school for broadcast journalism. So 
I just, it's in my nature to film. And sure enough, I mean, he went viral and I wasn't expecting him to go viral or anything like that. I didn't make a page for him to go viral. I just made a page because he's so freaking cute. He's adorable. Honestly, he's just so adorable and the way he moves and he's like an old soul. And I feel like he's reincarnated, even though (laughs) I gave birth to him. Yeah, you almost wonder where that gets channeled from, you know, like at, at such a young age to know. I mean, it really speaks to the power of music too, though, but how somebody all of a sudden has that. And then, I mean, you have to believe that it's a God-given talent. I do believe that what Brody has cannot be taught. So it's nothing that I'm not a musician. My husband's not a musician. The only one that was really musically inclined is my husband's mom. She's from Okinawa, Japan, and she was a Japanese traditional dancer. So, I mean, she definitely had a musicality in her. But this is a God-given talent for sure. Like, I can never teach what he has. The way he hears a song and the way he reacts to music with every beat, every melody is my mind is still blown and he just turned five. So he's been blowing my mind since birth. (laughs) Yes, he has. It's just, it's like shocking. And then to add, he's also very passionate, which is, it's unreal the way he feels life and feels moments. So like, I'm not lying when I say he sleeps with me every night. My husband doesn't like that, but he he crawls (laughs) into our bed and he cuddles with his mama and he literally wakes up every day and looks me in the face and he's like, mama, I just love you so much. Good morning, mama gorgeous. And he touches my face and he's like, he really loves me like on another level. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Every mom everywhere is like, oh, I want that. I know. And I really want to attribute that to, I think it was, it's from breastfeeding because my other kids... They love me, but I feel like this is a different level of love. Like, it's weird. I breastfed the other three kids, nothing more than six months. But with Brody, it was like three years, you know, so he's just like attached. Okay, because, you know, I have a six-month-old. I don't know if you know that or not. And I nursed my daughter for a year and then cut it off because it was so incredibly time-consuming. So, honestly, biggest high-five to you for three years because I can't imagine, you know, how time-consuming it must have been. But with my son, he's six months now, and my goal is a year. But I'm like, I almost can't wait to stop nursing, which I know is so frowned upon, you know? Like, it's better, of course, to nurse them as long as possible. But I'm like, I need my sanity back. That's how I felt with my first three, Jamie, is like, I just was like, oh my God, I'm so over it. I want to finish. I want to finish. I want to be done. And then for some reason, I knew that Brody was my last child and I just like let it go. And I actually felt like it was an exhale for me every time I nurse because I'm such a high strung New Yorker and I'm such a neurotic and a mess and I'm all (laughs) over the place. I am. I'm like a total high strung person. And that was like an exhale for me. So I learned to love nursing and I just, for him, I don't know how I ended up doing three years. He would have gone on forever. And I was like, kid, we got to stop, man. You just hit three. Like, this is crazy. We can't, we can't make Time Life magazine, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, but before we change subjects, I really want to talk more about his dancing and, and things like that. Because if you guys haven't, those of you guys listening, if you haven't seen his page, it's Boss Baby Brody. And he really is genuinely so incredibly talented. And I'm curious, did you ever put him in dance classes? I know you said at 12 months he was like starting to move his shoulders obviously he's not in dance classes at 12 months but you know like did you ever put him in any sort of dance classes to kind of nurture his natural ability yeah so we have one dancer in the house that's my daughter she's been dancing since three as well 
I'm familiar with dance. I danced as a kid, but nothing like on a professional level, just a regular, you know, kid that went to dance school till she was 12. But yeah, I wanted to hone in right away with his musicality because I was like, this is, I, I definitely knew it was special, but I didn't know if the public would think it was special, but surely they do. So around 18 months when he started to walk, he stood up and I filmed it, of course, like I was telling you earlier, I filmed every day of his life. And he started dancing before he would walk. So he would stand up and then move his body and shake his hips. I'll have to post it someday. Yes, I'm like sitting here like, can you share all of these videos? Like the 12-month one, the one, like all of these I I want to see. Yes, I definitely can. I think I should start, you know, posting them on this page for sure. And so what happened was I put him in dance school at two and he was kicked out. They kicked him out of dance school. Swear to God, he wouldn't listen. And they said, you know what? He's just not ready for dance. (laughs) And I'm looking at them like, are you kidding me? I'm like, my son is so talented. You have to just understand he's two. But he moves in a different way. Don't you see it? You know, and they were like, yeah, no, lady. He's got to (laughs) go. So he got kicked out of dance school. And then we revisited at three and he got accepted back in. So we put him in dance school. He was just taking like a kiddie type of dance. Does that make sense? Like, you know, you know how those kiddie dance schools could yeah. be? Yeah. It's almost yeah, like babysitting like, and moving to music they play. Moving and, you know, listening to Barney. And I'm like, he already listens to Led Zeppelin. We can't, this is not, this is not the right school for me. You know, he's growing up on like excellent music because mommy loves excellent music. So I was like, this isn't the right fit for Brody. Yeah. We don't listen to those dance, like those young, you know, songs in the car. We listen to serious like Kings of Leon. Like we listen to rock and roll. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about music. Like my kids should know real music. Good for you for sticking with it because... You know, at two where you go and then the kid gets kicked out, some parents may say, no, look, I have all these videos and watch. And I would think some parents would say, am I crazy or am I nuts? But no. Am I the only one who thinks my kid's talented? Am I biased because he's my kid? But good for you for knowing in your heart of hearts. (laughs) I did know. I was like, okay, maybe he's just bad in class. I don't even know, but I'll, I'll revisit. So I did revisit and then he got accepted, but then I wasn't happy with the school. So I started like searching a little bit for other classes and I befriended the dance community, famous dancers, you know, because what happened was he went viral last December, right? So this is like all in the last 11 months, this all happened. When do you start to realize that he goes viral? Is it just one day you wake up and you look and you're just like, what? the hell just happened yes so you guys know how instagram is when you post a photo and in a slider the second picture is like a video you know you don't get the views you just get the likes right Mm -hmm. so i posted a video of brody and then i posted another video right in the same slider so we couldn't see the views but we could see just the likes and i honestly was just sitting at my island and he puts on the nutcracker and starts dancing like barishnikov (laughs) and i'm like what the hell is going on now you know and I just like started videoing it I'm just sitting there and I posted it I was like look at him in the nutcracker I can't believe it and it went ballistic and some people took the video and posted it and it was like at 10 million views around worldwide like people just stole it I didn't have his name on it so I was going crazy like a momager I'm pretty sure that's probably about the time I started following you I'm 
pretty sure it may have been that video that I discovered you and your son and I fell in love. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So that's what happened. And then from there, you guys, I found a better dance school for him that would match his, I guess, talent, I should say. So right now I have him in two different dance schools, three, actually. I would have went back to the first one to say, you see what happens? (laughs) That's what you get for yeah. kicking my son out. <laughs> you you kicked him out. Now look at him. I mean, now we're talking, you know, he's on Good Morning America. Yeah. So, wow. you know, that's crazy, right? Isn't that yeah. crazy? He was kicked out of his first dance school. Yeah, no, I'm, I feel like a lot of people have that sort of experience. And it's almost, and I know he's so young, but it is a defining moment, you know, where you face some hardship and then you overcome and you become bigger than what you are. And I really commend you both for that. And I actually saw on your blog that you recently wrote about letting your kids really embrace their individuality and how important it is to let them make their decisions without any persuasion or what kind of the norm is. So I'm curious to know if it was the same with your other kids or if you realized it more as you started having more kids, you know, if if you were more gender focused with your first kids and did things change all the way up until Brody? Yeah, I would say, you know, I just let them be themselves. That's like the main thing. So excuse me one second. (coughs) So Jackson, my oldest, who's face mask. Do you, have, you okay, got the I'm vid? Sorry. I coughed right through the phone. I gave him <laughs> Corona right through the damn phone. Um, <laughs> so Jackson, my oldest, was always like into you know Thomas the Train and like Legos. But remember, there was no other girl right in the house. So then Dylan came along, my daughter, and now there's girl stuff in the house, like princesses. So uh-huh. child number three, who's Roman, would actually dress up in his sister's clothes. And it's very normal to do that. But he didn't love it like Brody does. You know, I never corrected Roman even when he would wear Dylan's princess dresses. He was two years old and would like to play with his sister's mm-hmm. costumes. Okay, no big deal. I never put these outfits on my kid. Right. They just gravitated towards their sister's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So Roman only did that a couple times and he was more into like trucks and building. Roman is like all all guy, you know, and then Brody around, I would say, I don't know, 18 months, two years old, he would go into Dylan's closet and put her costumes on and just love them. And he would light up. And of course I have this on film. I have this all on film. (laughs) Yeah. He would just wear his sister's dresses and I can never imagine telling him no. Yeah. No, don't wear that. You know, you need to wear blue. Like it's, who cares? Mm -hmm. So he, he's actually a little obsessed with Mm -hmm. costumes. He's, he's quite obsessed, I should say. Uh, you know, I have people that fight me on Instagram mm-hmm. and on social media saying it's your job to correct that. It's your job to tell him no, you know, and it pisses me off because mm-hmm. what does it matter? You know, mm-hmm. he's a kid. If he grows out of it, okay. If he doesn't, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. why would I want to reprimand him 
and say, don't wear that. I, that's just how I feel inside. It feels right. And looking at Brody's happiness, I know I'm doing the right thing. So to add to what you're asking is it's really hard to get Brody out of costumes. Do I buy him dresses? I don't. I actually don't. These are all things that are given to him by his supporters and fans and his sister. So he just wears, you know, whatever comes in the mail. He just throws them on and he lights up and it's adorable. And who cares, you know? I 100% agree. And I'm so proud of you. I mean, I think, <laughs> I mean, this might sound silly and I, you're obviously far more experienced. You have four kids, I only have two and, uh, you know, your kids are older, but I am proud of you just in the sense that, you know, I tend to, I don't know, I'm a people pleaser. And so if someone has their opinion and they say it to me, like, especially multiple people on Instagram, then I really sit down and think about it. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? I don't know. And I feel like, I don't know, like society does, it, it, it can tend to persuade us. So I'm so proud of you for not letting your son's happiness be dictated by people from Instagram, essentially, which, you know, and I want to be soft about that because I think that a lot of people have fallen into that terrible rut. But, you know, like, I'm just so proud of you for not letting that happen. And I wanted to ask you, what's your advice for stepping out of this type of a mind frame and really allowing your kids to embrace whatever they want without too much influence from others? I would say... Just, you know, listen to your child, look at their face, look at what sparks their joy and don't clip their wings because what society deems normal, just you really have to listen to your kid. Like, I'm going to give you an example. So my I think that my daughter is gorgeous. Can I be biased? Yes. Should she model? Yes, I think so. She did some modeling as a kid. She was like the face of Amazon Kindle. And wow. uh, yeah, she did some great campaigns. And then one day, you listen got some to good this jeans. I do. Well, my husband's Japanese and German and I'm Italian, New York. So we just make good. Perfect combo. Know. Yeah, we're mixed. They all look white, but they're not. So make a long story short, I was taking my daughter to a Cadillac commercial campaign. And on the way home from the train, we live in San Diego and we were going up to L.A. She started crying. She's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to miss dance and I don't want to miss school anymore. And that's when I had to pull in the reins and say, OK, mom, you know, you think your daughter's gorgeous. You think she should be on TV, but it, she's not happy. So I had to listen to her and say, this isn't about what I want for her. This is what she wants. So could she model Absolutely. Could she be making money right now? Absolutely. But she doesn't want to. She wants to just play and she wants to do dance and that's it. She loves dancing. She dances six days a week on a team and she doesn't like to miss it. So we, I had to stop that. And just listen to what my kid wants. Good for and, you. And yeah, and sometimes, you know, Brody, you know, he obviously, he just wants to be a dancer, performer. And so I'm going to hone in on that. And yeah. Jackson, he does lacrosse and acting as well. And who knows, you know, it may change, especially for your kids. I mean, it's nice to know that you're letting them embrace whatever they want to and you're giving them the opportunity. I don't think there's any better parent than someone that does that for their kids. Yeah, I feel like, isn't that our job as parents? I mean, it's not so much to like listen to what other people around us are saying, but it's for us to nurture and really love on them and their characteristics. Yeah, that's the only way to go about it. You guys nailed it on the head. You just have to embrace what works for your family, your kids. Don't worry about the internet trolls. And Jamie... 
It's like this. Imagine a beacon of water, right? And you have this beacon of water and some internet troll with keyboard courage says something so hurtful. It's like that blue dye goes into the beacon of water and turns the whole Mm -hmm. comments into blue, right? That is so good. Yeah, you can't let that one person taint it because at the end of the day, you probably, I have 99% positive comments and then that one idiot can ruin your day and then mm-hmm. second guess your parenting mm-hmm. so you don't want to do yeah. that because they're just they're so miserable these people that yeah. th- that have something negative to say because jamie I-, I have a feeling i'm right on this well hurt if you people didn't hurt like people that's yes. kind of what happens and what we've realized and you kind of build stamina to to it or some endurance i should say you know, with everybody and everything that's on social media. Yes. And and you know what? I bet you, you guys would never write a negative comment to someone. Like Am literally, I, right? I think of that all the time. I'm like, I would never go to someone's page, whether I think I know them or especially if I think I know them, really. I mean, that's, I would be mortified to say any so sort of I. thing, you know, like. Yeah. Say it behind their backs. That's <laughs> Right. That's that's where the phone is for. Just call your friend up. Yeah. Like, like, you don't write it on their page on Instagram. What? Yeah. And it's so terrible. I'm saying this now. I think that our next baby, Jane, you should breastfeed for three years because it makes a great dancer. I'm, well, we still have Hendrix. I mean, we could try. We could try, we could try to create a boss baby She's Hendrix. Gonna, he's going to call me up cursing after two years right. of breastfeeding yeah. and be like, Danielle, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. My husband's now encouraging me to nurse him longer and I can't. But real quick, and I'm sure that you saw the news about Harry Styles wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue and the uproar that it caused. And I know in the past... We've also seen younger artists and famous people or famous kids and even some rappers wearing a dress. Do you think this is going to help others feel more comfortable kind of breaking away from societal standards? Or do you think of this as a new trend or just someone expressing their individuality? I mean, it's interesting you ask that. When this happened about a week ago, when the cover of Vogue came out with Harry on it. Yeah. The Today Show reached out and asked me the same questions that you're asking me. (laughs) Really? And they asked me to write an entire piece on it. So I did. I wrote the piece. I think it went up yesterday on the Today Show. So it's on the Today Show. I have a whole article on how I feel about the Harry Styles situation which is great and it's going viral. But then there's all those haters on the Today Show Facebook page, you know, saying how awful this is. But I mean, come on. First of all, he's... Who Who freaking cares? First of all, he's Harry Styles. Yeah. He's a rock star, number Uh one. Okay? He's going to wear a dress. Who cares? The fabric doesn't make him any less manly. If you ask me, he's super hot. I don't care what kind of dress he's wearing. If he was wearing a bra and a tampon, then yes. Maybe I'd question his masculinity. (laughs) Well, no. Come on, Doug. I feel like he could wear a bra if he wants to. I mean, I don't know. Just like Danny said, it's... Then just a tampon. On. Yeah, the tampon would be questionable. <laughs> There's really no need I for mean, him to have a tampon. Now we're taking it to another level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I feel like I 100% agree with you. It is just a dress. But you know, I'm just going to be very honest and almost speak like on behalf of people who might be listening who are haven't been exposed to any sort of individuality. They Maybe they grew up only 
you know, wearing dresses because that's what their mom had them wear because their mom and their mom and their mom did that. I don't think that people are, you know, trying to be mean. I think that they're just not exposed to, I guess, being able to be an individual from their own culture and their own society. So I just love that we're able to have a spot, even for myself, to just realize that this is genuinely just fabric. It doesn't change the person. Like, he's still Harry effing Styles and he's so talented. I know. And I had some, you know, family members that were like, it's not okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, why? And my cousin's like, you know, well, I have sons. And what are we saying? Are they supposed to be wearing dresses? What are people I'm like, scared what? of? Like, I, I just I think, don't know what you're I, afraid of yeah. here. No one's trying to say your son shouldn't wear jeans and, you know, coats and things like that. No yeah. one's saying all men should be wearing dresses. That's certainly what not what is- you're saying either, though, with, no. you know, with Brody wearing that. You're not putting it out there saying that everybody should dress like this. Like You put it out there just to put it out there because that's what that's the what kid was in. It's just what he likes, right? And then clearly Harry, you know, loves fabric and really cool costumes and stuff and that's okay it doesn't make him any less man at all especially with candace owens which with her recent attack you know uh yeah i saw that too and i gotta be honest i don't even know who candace owens is like who is candace so she's a she's a big time right wing republican that just i don't know she's just said that we need more manly men out there and this is not okay when is enough enough i don't she just went on a rant about this vogue photo shoot so i responded to her rant that was my article on the today show which Uh, i'll send to you guys yeah and i'll I'll definitely have that in the show notes for those of you guys listening and i'll also have her instagram in the show notes as well because i mean i feel like you just have Uh, to see the visuals of what we're talking about because her son really is just so incredibly cute and if you're new to this concept because i don't for those of you listening i know that this could be new to you i mean i feel like i've only been i feel like we all have only been exposed to different cultures more so since instagram and facebook have been around because we're actually able to see different parts of the country and you know really interact with people who have different beliefs than us and i think that you know maybe this is new to you and Maybe it's something that is a little bit alarming, but I genuinely believe in the bottom of my heart that we all need to just love. Like we're all just humans. We're all just trying to do the best we can do every single day. And we're all struggling in some way, you know, one shape or another. And if someone's wearing a piece of fabric that, you know, whether he's a man, I mean, same thing for a little girl who, I mean, quite honestly, it's interesting, Danny, how you said that you didn't even realize for your first son because there wasn't a girl around. But then after you had your daughter and she had like, you know, princess dresses and then your next son, tended to like it, you were like, oh yeah, that's normal, you know, whatever. But but you only realized it because you actually had it in the house. And so for my daughter, I was just talking to my in-laws last night. We tend to like FaceTime them over dinner. And we went to the Home Depot the other day to get some things and they gave out this fire truck. My daughter loves fire trucks. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't buy a fire truck for her because, and this is something that like just, just recently, it just kind of like sparked my thought process. But right. Yeah, so she has too many toys. She always ends up getting girly toys as gifts because she's a girl. And, um, you know, the Home Depot said, oh, we have this option or that option. They give out these free gifts or these free, like, do-it-yourself things, I guess. So anyways, it was a fire truck. She loves fire trucks. And last night we were eating dinner and she grabbed the fire truck and was showing her Gaga and Pop Pop and she was so excited. And my father-in-law said, we got to get her more like trucks because every time she's here, she gravitates towards her big cousin's trucks and like, you know, vehicles. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a good point. Like, 
I don't have trucks in the house because I don't, I just haven't bought them for her. So anyways, I think that it's so important for us to just, and I'm not going to stop my daughter from playing with a truck if it makes her happy, you know, like it doesn't make her less a girl. She may still very much want to be, you know, she also loves princess dresses. There's nothing wrong with that. But I also think too, people seeing a little girl play with trucks or play in the dirt, nobody says a thing about it. But as soon as a little boy does anything that's a princess related or dollhouse related, it's questioned, which is very, very strange. But I feel like there is a change in society with so many different movements happening now. It's opening people's eyes, making it more common, but also kind of lessening the shock of it, which I think that's where the change starts to turn. And that's where the so-called tide begins to shift because the new generation, I think, is going to bring everybody to a whole new standard of acceptance. I hope so. And Danny, I feel like you're really kind of like a trailblazer in this sense because you didn't let those internet trolls get to you. You really like honed in on what your son was really passionate about and all your kids for that matter. It just happens to be that your son is, you know, quote unquote different than, you know, the societal standards. And right. um, and you just are letting him do his thing and you're not letting anyone stop you. And I really can't, I look up to you in that sense and I want to be more like that. And I'm so proud of you. I don't know if, there's, if that's a good word or not, but I am. I just I, think no, I love that word. I love that you say you're proud of me. It's so sweet. Um, I think that you, I could just hear it in your voice that if both of you are, are going to be awesome parents and you are awesome parents. And as they grow your children, you're going to show them not to be internet trolls and to yeah. be, accept other people for what they like. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, Brody is so freaking happy. I can't, it, I don't force him to wear dresses. He just chooses costumes. I can barely get him out of these costumes. (laughs) You know, he just wants to wear them. Like I'll put him in pants and I'll put him in things, you know, and he just goes to his room and he pulls out these costumes and he's like, mama, I want to wear this. And I'm like, okay, you look adorable. So like, if you just let them explore, you know, let kids explore, that's, that's what it's about exploration and, you know, finding what you like and don't like. And it's, such a beautiful thing once you let go of what society deems normal and all these gender norms and you know blue is for boys and pink is for girls because Brody just he loves pink and he loves glitter and he leaves glitter in his trail no matter where he goes so and and mom is proud to watch him sparkle. Oh, I just love you and your family. You guys are absolutely, I just love following you. So speaking of that, actually, before we let you go, can you let everybody who's listening know where they can follow you if they wanted to find you? Sure, sure. So I'm a city girl gone mom. That is all my handles. My website is City Girl Gone Mom. My column on the Today Show is City Girl Gone Mom. Facebook, everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter is all City Girl Gone Mom. And then you could follow Brody at Boss Baby Brody on Instagram right now. That's what we have for him. That's so amazing. Well, Danny, thank you so very much. I know you're a busy, busy mama of four. So like the fact that you had the time to chat with us and you came more prepared than we did, like I commend (laughs) you on so many levels. But thank you again. I absolutely love following you. And I hope this was refreshing for everybody listening because I think that, you know, I just think that it's important that we all are able to share our thoughts and that we all have like an open heart and an open mind because we're all just trying to do the best that we can do. So thank you again, Danny. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, you guys. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. 
That was awesome. I don't know when I began following her. I, I feel yeah, like I've it's been... I've never heard a, of her. Yeah. I began following her, I think, probably right after that one viral video of her son. I mean, he really is very, very talented. I got to go look it up. Yeah. He's... I mean, there's so many now of him just literally like in a tutu dancing around. And, you know, I want to be sensitive to people who aren't familiar with that type of culture. Of I, I know that it kind of like, I don't know, makes people feel some sort of way, but... And honestly, it kind of did me at first too. I was like, why is a boy in a dress? Like, that's so weird, but it's not weird. It is truly just fabric. And and also yeah. like when she says like, how would I take that? I mean, as parents, all we want is our kids to be happy. And so if she knows that sparks so much joy in her children or in her son, how on earth, like, how could we ask her to take take him out of it? Like, of course not. Yeah, I also think that, you know, some of the thoughts about, a boy wearing a dress or a skirt. I, I don't know if it's so much about what he's wearing. I think sometimes parents are concerned over what the other kids will say um. and defend it. You know, like if Hendrix was wearing a dress, I wouldn't be concerned or think anything of it other than if he were to go to school, I know some of the backlash that he would get from kids. I mean, I don't necessarily know, but yeah. I think there is a level of wanting to protect your kids from having to go through something like that at school or yeah. amongst friends. I could see that. And I think that that's why it's so important for us to expose our children to different cultures and different ways of life and to really just hone in on and what makes them happy because... I mean, the level of depression and social anxiety is just next level in this day and age. And it's like, it's because I think that we're kind of like breaking the mold of what's always been. I think the most important part of this message is that there's no statement trying to be made by doing this or by her having it out there. I want to make sure that it was kind of crystal clear that she's not putting it out there because of her or wanting publicity or wanting to make a statement or wanting to make a change. She's putting it out there because her son's happy in it. It's not right. It's not wrong, but it's just something that makes a kid happy. And it is sort of weird to think that people would reach out in a negative way, right. whether it's fear or just the unknown or just because you're a miserable person that needs to bash somebody and it makes you feel better, I guess. I don't know, but she's not doing it to promote that this is the new norm. And quite frankly, I don't think a lot of people, you know, like I have one friend who's transgender and I can tell you right now, she, she still goes by she, but she had her breasts removed and she like identifies more as a male, but she just goes by she. I don't actually know why. I'd love to chat with her about that. But in any case, I mean, I think that she grew up like questioning why she felt like a boy when she looked like a woman her whole entire life. I mean, she really did. And maybe I should have her on to talk about this because, I mean, I can't talk but for her. we're also her. not saying that Brody is trans or... No, not at all. But I'm else. just saying that, like, I think we're probably going far off topic yeah. at this point. You know, anything that sparks conversation, like any sort of conversation that we can kind of rant off of afterwards is, I think, a pretty good topic. And and hopefully you guys enjoyed that. And definitely check out Danielle and, and her boss, baby Brody. I had a good time speaking with her. We have a lot in common, uh, it turns out, because she's actually from New yeah. Jersey. And she's from like the next town over where we live. Crazy. Her 
mom lives where we live, which is <laughs> wild. Yeah. So, But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, remember, for anything and everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents, you can visit us on social media. You can visit Jamie N. Otis or at Doug Hainer. We love you. Wear your mask. We have a phenomenal episode coming up next week, so make sure to tune in from there and have a great day. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day. We love or you. Or night. Bye. Bye.